Dude, I got some fucking banana bread at work today, dude. Cut me off mid-story. How? So, uh, last podcast, you were attempting to explain how you survived Omicron. Yeah, but like a true miserably. mafia member, you never really got to the point. I know, I know. I, uh, I, I meandered around the topic quite a bit, and I uh, definitely got sidetracked. Um, yeah, so first of all, sorry about that. Uh, let me get back onto topics. So, I don't remember exactly where I left off, but I guess I can just kind of summarize from the beginning. Basically, I, uh, I'm vaxxed up. And I've been taking precautions as much as possible because I am afraid of stuff. I get bronchitis really bad and uh, I have asthma. So I have a bad feeling that something will fuck me up in that realm. So I've been pretty cautious. I'm not taking the chance. Plus, kind of an introvert. So it kind of works out for me. Um, so I went home uh, middle of December for like some stuff. And, uh, you know, it's coming back and I started hearing about the Omicron variant. And I was like, oh boy, here we go again. Um, but then like quickly after I heard like, oh, it's not that bad though. Like it's, it's like a lot less intense or whatever. It's fine. I was like, all right, well, you know, whatever. So I kind of like didn't think too much about it. So I came back, uh, and then, you know, I took it pretty easy for the holidays. Didn't really go out. Um, but you know, started January, like right when the new year hit, I, um, went out for a drive, you know, just a Sunday drive with some friends. Keep talking. I'm just turning the TV on. Oh, Oh, forgot there was a TV there. That's fun. So anyways, um <laughs> Everything is okay. No, you're good. I'm I'm just giving you space. I'm not trying to squash your actions here. Cool. Back to it. Ooh, that's a really crazy headline there. Anyways. So uh you know so i went for a drive you know i go on canyon drives and then i go for like cars and coffee and stuff like that with my with my lotus and it's um it's not an all the time thing but since it's been sort of like the off season for me with work it's like it's been nice to be able to go for a drive and be outside and do stuff i guess um so i went with a buddy and we went down to malibu and we just kind of you know parked the car and we just kind of walked around there's tons of cool stuff to see a lot of people i met um but you know and generally people weren't wearing masks there really but I didn't think about it. You know, we're outdoors, not really anything crazy. So whatever. Um, so after that, uh, I came back to, to my girl's place and I, uh, like a day later, I just had this sneezing attack. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like when I say sneezing attack, I don't just mean like a couple, like I sneezed like 50 fucking times, dude. Like I, it wouldn't stop. Like I was like, it's like when you can't stop hiccuping and you're like, I gotta go to the hospital. I gotta go to the hospital. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't want it. You don't know what to do because you're like, this is insane. How am I sneezing this many times? <laughs> so after like 10 sneezes, like you feel like you got stung by a bazillion bees because your face is all like puffed out. You're tearing up like crazy. Your face is all swollen and it just kept going on. I was like, and I was like, fucking God damn it. What is happening here, man? 
what is going on? So after I stopped sneezing and I downed like 10 Benadryls because I was like, I don't know what else to do. I like, you know, oh, like, Jesus, I got to shake that off. Um, the next morning I just woke up and I was like, my throat was like fucking on fire, dude. Like it was like, I was like, like oh, it's horrible. That was like, without any doubt, the worst part of this whole ordeal is the throat. So I obviously felt like, okay, that sneezing attack was an, was an implication that something is fucked up in myself. Maybe I got a sinus infection because I sneezed. Right. So I was like, well, I haven't had that in a long time, but it makes sense. It's winter time. I just traveled like a couple weeks ago. You know, it's been cold here. So maybe that's what it is. So I didn't think much about it. I just kept kind of taking it easy for the day. I was like, ugh, you know, groggy, whatever. And, um, you know, kind of the night dawned on me and my girl was like, you know, do you think you should get tested? And I was like, no, it's probably a sinus infection. Like, I mean, I guess I could do a test, but I mean, it's, this is textbook sinus infection. Like I have drainage going down my throat, sore throat. Like I'm sniffly. I feel completely out of it, you know, just tired. But, you know, but here's the weird part. The weird part is, is I noticed that my low back was hurting. And that happened after I got the booster shot. My low back was killing me. So as soon Did as that I, happened after the first shot as well. Yeah. The and back, the second shot. Yeah. Like the, back, and the booster shot. Yeah. Yeah. The, the back, low the, back pain. Yeah. The low back pain. So, Interesting. so yeah. So when I felt the low back pain, I thought I was like sore because I slept on my bed wrong or something like that. Like something was wrong with the bed or something like that. Like sometimes it happens. Like I'll toss and turn because I'm sleeping next to my girl. So it happens yeah. sometimes. Um, but anyway, so I was like, oh, low back. Oh, shit. Maybe I should get tested. So I texted the like at-home COVID person that I, I know to like come by and do a test. And so she was like, I'm available in the morning. So I was like, cool. Came by in the morning and uh, I felt a little bit better that day. Like I woke up and I was like, oh, you know, I'm still sniffly, but like pretty good. So I went and got tested downstairs and uh, pretty much, yeah, she was like, yeah, you're positive. And I was like, shit, are you serious? Jesus. So I was like, yeah, that's I guess I got it. Yeah, so that's how I got it. Um, I immediately was like, okay, well, I guess I got to just quarantine, like just hang out or whatever. But the thing is, though, I didn't prepare for this. I didn't think I would get COVID, so I didn't really have any groceries in the house. because You I never was... thought you'd get COVID? No. Dude, it's really? been two years, bro. I haven't gotten it yet. And I've been like, not like locked down, like not leaving the place, but like I've been like relatively safe. Like I haven't been going to concerts and stuff. Dang, I didn't realize that you you thought that you would never get it. I, I'm not like saying I would never get it. Like I always have that thought like I might get it. But like nothing has changed in my life where I was like, oh man, like I went to that Nickelback concert. Boy, I had that one guy just cough right in my face. You know what I mean? It wasn't right. like some obvious reason. Like yeah. I never had that. I never really went to that many parties during this time in the last two years. I really like kept it pretty safe. My yeah. office is only like three people in there total. Oh. Um, and I do a lot of work from home. SpaceX yeah. is super locked down so yeah you know but anyways so yeah i just i don't know i didn't think i was like invincible but i also didn't really think i was like you know the at-risk person that was like being like a disappointment to all his friends and family you know got it like a guy walking into the grocery store i know my rights and just not wearing the mask yeah i wish i was that guy sometimes guy's confidence is out of this world yeah and his need for attention is out of this world too right but anyways um okay so you got it Got it. And the the worst part was the sore throat. Yeah. Well, right? you I, sinuses... you're kind of a lifesaver because you're the one who braved it out to grab my prescriptions that I had. Because here's the thing, like I told you, but um, definitely like the thing that I was like, all right, I got to do this no matter what, because I clearly do have COVID because the thing came back positive. But this is exactly like a sinus infection, which is yeah. 
I'm used to that more than anything uh, besides being called gay sometimes. Um, so basically the sinus infection for me, if I have a Z pack, which is an antibiotic, it clears it up. It basically solves the problem. Right. It's only five days, super easy to take. It's a steroid. And that's what it, like last time I was on here, I was had like a timbre in my voice. I was like, because ah, ah, like, it still is going through my system. Um, so I was like, all right, I need to get a Z pack. Uh, my insurance is terrible. I hate my insurance, my health insurance. It's just not good. So I was like, fuck, I'm not going to an urgent care and paying like over a grand. That's stupid. Um, I don't know. Maybe I can look up like black market prices for a Z pack. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. Hit up some of my drug friends. Um, and then I looked on my app cause I was like, there has to be like some way to do this. Like there has to be a way to do it digitally. And yeah, the app, I guess, implemented a new thing, but I guess all health insurance do this now where you have a virtual doctor. So I like just hit the app for the doctor and I got put on a phone call and I just described my symptoms and yeah, got a prescription and you picked it up. Yeah. So thanks dude. Appreciate yeah. that. You saved yeah. me. Well, I mean, the Z pack is part of like the therapeutic, uh, I've heard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a uh, vitamin D zinc, Z, uh, quercetin, uh, the Z pack, and then the monoclonals and the Ivers. Mm, right. And, uh, that's the combo. But the the Z pack really does help, um, and a lot of people would have just been just benefited from that. Yeah, especially when it comes to that drainage that you get yeah. that you know can cause uh, some type of other infection. Yeah, that's exactly what usually happens to me, and that's why I was afraid of what was happening to me at that moment because I was like, it might be COVID or it might not be, or you know, clearly it was testing positive. But like, I swear to God, it's like this is exactly like a sinus infection, and yeah. a sinus infection sucks ass. It does. It's very inconvenient. And it's right. painful and just and especially with with COVID, you can have that drainage end up going into your lungs. Yeah, so that's causing infection in the lungs, and yep. that's where you really get fucked up. Like, because my sister. She had pneumonia and COVID oh, and was in the hospital Jesus. for, what was it, eight days, I want to say? So brutal, dude. Yeah. yeah so, rough. but that that's the combo that kills people. Yeah. And I, and I, pneumonia. Yeah. I can see why. I mean, like, honestly, I, uh, you know, I talked about last time, and I think the reason why I got sidetracked is because I was talking about how I went to the hospital for various reasons in college. Um, being one of those being, you know, killing myself by starving myself. But yeah. the other reason I would go to the hospital would be because of bronchitis, because I would get bronchitis because I wouldn't take care of the problem because I was in school. I would have a sinus infection and it would just start draining down my throat and right. go into my lungs and causing bronchitis. And dude, I am not joking you. Like bronchitis is without any doubt the most obnoxious sickness. Like it is so fucking annoying because... Oh, yeah. It just doesn't seem to ever end. Like you always feel like you have something to cough up. You feel like you have this like, it's hard to explain, but like there's something that's so um, telling of having bronchitis. And it's when you like breathe in and you feel like a vibration. Yeah. You go, (gasps) and you feel like that, like rumbling of something like that feeling is, I hate that feeling, dude. So um, especially if you have to like do stuff, like if you have to be out in public and you have to hack up a lung, like so sure. So bad, dude. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I didn't want to develop develop into bronchitis because I knew that would be like signing me up for basically my death because I knew this was going to be worse and worse and worse. Right. So I was like, I got to get the z pack in my system now to get this shit out. So anyway, so yeah, that, that definitely helped. So overall, yeah, I mean, it was basically like a sinus infection, maybe like a little bit of cold. I didn't really have a fever though. Like really? I never had a fever. I mean, he gave me that um, uh, oxygen saturation monitor. So yeah, blood oximeter. 
yeah. So I, I tested that. I didn't. I never dropped below ninety seven. Exactly. So ninety eight, yeah. ninety seven. So that was good. Um, yeah. I didn't have a migraine. I didn't really have a headache. I got like dizzy sometimes. Like my vertigo kicked in a little bit. Um, but that's been like worse and worse. Like I don't even know if that's COVID related. But that was like kind of there, but it wasn't bad. Uh, but all the symptoms lasted like a day. It was like a day literally like yeah. everybody says like oh it's like three days or whatever no it's like a fucking day for me dude like that yeah. was it it's just the throat that just would not stop being pain like right. my throat was like on fire and like every time i wanted to like swallow just my own saliva i would have to go mm. like it was horrible yeah. how many days was that <laughs> that was long that was like five days okay yeah. that never fucking ended like there'd be like days where i woke up hoping to god it would ease up and i'd just be like uh, Oh, nope. <laughs> like yeah. still here. Fuck. But the di- I will say though, the day that I woke up when it didn't hurt, I literally was like <gasps> Like it was like a childhood wonder. It was crazy. It was like a kid on Christmas. I was like, "Oh my god. Dang. It's over." That's crazy. And the worst part of the ending of this is I lasted you got so much shorter by the way. That was I funny. know. Should I go back up? I should go back up. I feel like you should. I feel like I'm talking to a goddamn little person now. <laughs> okay. See, now I feel like I'm talking to a grown man. All this right, is great. Right, cool, okay. cool, cool. <laughs> I don't have to say. I don't have to say. Oh, you want a bottle? Well, I could still say that, I guess. Anyways, um, you could. So anyway, so the, the most I shouldn't say the worst, but the most annoying part of this is right. obviously, you know, the whole quarantine for ten days thing. So, you know, in hindsight, not that big of a deal. Quarantine ten days, whatever. I can take a vacation, right? You can you can sit on the couch and hang out and relax and eat snacks and stuff. Right. But here's the annoying part. The annoying part is number one, I hate being forced not to leave because I have to, I don't live my life based on like being in one place. Like I move around a lot. Like I don't really buy a lot of groceries a lot. I buy things for the for the day and I cook it later or I order something or something like that or I go get something. Right. So I don't like have like ten days worth of groceries. It's just not what it is. Right. So I had to order stuff, you know, and it would be like, okay, well, I need to get soup. I need to get like tea. I need to get, you know, um, cold things like popsicles and stuff like that for my throat to like ease it up. I need to get a lot of water. I need to, and there's like a list of stuff. And I would be like, all right. So since my girlfriend was with me the whole time, she couldn't leave either because she was probably positive and every test she got, she was negative, but they're like, but if you're staying with him and you're not like wearing a mask or whatever, you got it. You're just not showing positive yet because that shit can't not transfer. And they're like, you know, pretty serious about that. So she didn't, you know, she didn't want to be a dick and run around. And, you know, when she was like clearly full blown, it's buzzing around her. So we were like, all right, you know what? I'll just order stuff. I'll order. I'll order Walgreens. We're 15 minutes in. We still haven't gotten an answer, but go ahead. Answer to what? To the, the final verdict of how you survived. Oh, um, Oh, well, I survived by looking at gay porn. <laughs> that's usually that what got happens. me through it. That, that's very helpful. Because yeah, it kind of repels a- everything else in your life that you're just like, oh, God, oh, God. I'll take a hot take on this. I'll yeah. take a hot take on this. All right. I was so bored during my time quarantining. Yeah. I tried to find out if I had other kinks. I'm not making that up. Okay. I looked around on Pornhub and yeah. X, uh, what is it? X in XX, the other porn site that's really big. Okay. And I was just browsing around the categories. I was like, you know what? Let's watch big black women. Maybe. And um, I'll be honest with you. It didn't work. Didn't work at all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have those kinks. I even looked at gay porn, dude. I was like, what are these guys doing? What are these fellas doing? And you know what? I've always heard 
that if you really want to see a dude like how to suck a dick, you watch gay dudes. I've told suck you this. Dude, is, is that I what I heard from you? Yeah, I okay. think I'm the one who told you I've that quote. I've yet <laughs> to uh, find the time in my life to see if you're correct, but I just believe you. I could prove it to you. No, I'm good. All right. Um, just know that the offer's on the table at all times. Um, <laughs> I've seen those thighs. Uh, anyways, no, so the, uh, yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I was just like bored. I was like, why don't I go outside my comfort zone? You know, why don't I look around a little bit? Like, what? Okay. what is there to be afraid of, you know? Yeah. And then I found a lot to be afraid of. Yeah, there's a lot out there. And then I started searching Bing. Have you ever searched Bing for porn? That no. is the dark side of the internet. Really? Yeah, I I saw this is this sounds so nerdy, but I saw a Reddit thread about porn search. Yeah, porn searches, and somebody was like, "Oh, or no, there was a joke about Google and Bing, like how Bing is like they have no idea why Bing is still around because Google is such an empire right. of its own." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, well, the only real use of Bing is for really good porn search results," and I was like, "What?" And then people were like commenting on that, saying like, "Yeah, if you've never like." never like really checked it out like they have an extensive search engine for porn like okay inadvertently so i was like okay all right so i just you know started typing in words and things came up and i was like wow all right so i don't know i got a good uh i got a good cornucopia of porn in my face and i uh yeah i don't know i didn't really take to any of it <laughs> right it's the thing that never understood. I never understood as a feet fetish or foot fetish. Me either. I never got that. I like, never what understood is, what is, And it's really common, bro. Apparently. It, there's like a lot of like jokes about it. Like, oh, you know, the feet thing is like kind of a punchline joke. But like, it's kind of popular. Yeah. Kind of don't understand how the fuck it is. Yeah. Like women can make money just selling foot pics. I thought you were going to say feet. I was like, well. Selling yeah. their feet. Yeah. I would. I you would only do it once. Yeah. <laughs> twice really but um yeah the foot fetish i didn't get uh the other one i didn't get was the shame stuff like how they shame and humiliate that i don't get like men being humiliated yeah i never got uh, that either or like 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 dominatrix and stuff like that i feel like i'm being pretty basic when i'm talking about kinks like there's probably so many i I guarantee there's i mean here's the thing here's the thing all all it takes is one good beaten by a woman and where you feel like your life is in danger mm-hmm. and then you survive and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well that was fucking a lot of dopamine. <laughs> so wet? <laughs> that was a lot of adrenaline. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's well, like I got flipped by cyborg. So I remember that's right. Yeah. And, um, so she, she picked you up and flipped you. Yeah. She did a hip flip. Hip toss. Thing. I, well, cause I didn't know what I was doing. I thought we were play fighting found out that professional ufc fighters don't play fight <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i found fun. out i tapped into a whole thing uh basically i i like reached out and she pulled my hand in and like flipped me over the hip yeah dang i don't remember very much but i got flipped pretty hard yeah. but it was i mean you know it's tongue-in-cheek it was well funny. you can always <laughs> tongue-in-cheek more yeah, like tongue and, to tongue and butthole yeah, yeah. but I, I mean it's pretty cool to say that you've been you know oh yeah no I, I, I wear it on the Chris i wear it as like a, pl- uh, a badge of honor for sure yeah, i mean you have to man it's pretty intense mm-hmm well, dude, let's check this out because I don't I think we got an, I don't think we got a full answer, but I think we might, we might get one at the very end of this. No, about uh, your Omicron. Oh yeah, all right. So I'll give you the direct answer. Um, Please, <laughs> it was for a just, podcast at twenty minutes in. It, I'll be honest with you. It was just the amount of time I spent watching my six hundred pound life. You really did watch a lot of that. I rewatched this. like a couple seasons. Yeah, I watched a lot of it. And let me just tell you something. There are a lot of fat people out there. Yeah. It's just... It is fascinating. But it's a fascinating study. It really is. Because I'm like... Hey, what's up, Kuna? Um, 
But I mean, it's like no disrespect to anybody's body, but it is really funny to like how me and my girl have like shortened the term when we want to watch that show. Instead of saying, do you want to watch my 600 pound life? Right. We just say, you want to watch fat people? (laughs) Like that's our term now. (laughs) And and here's the thing. I get that. Like it's a show that's very serious at times. Like trying to like break it down. That's what you're watching. 100%, 100%, bro. You're watching fat people. Like, yeah. Seriously. Just fat. like, yeah. I mean, dude, when I watch Boys in the Hood, I'm watching poor black people fight each other and try to make it out the hood. And that's right. what I call that movie. That's a little bit longer than the original title. Still more accurate. Yeah. Way more accurate. More accurate. All right. So you survived Omicron. And um, yeah. So I survived Omicron. It, um, overall, seven out of 10. Seven out of 10. Seven out of 10. Take it, take it for whatever end of the scale you want. If that's but it was only one day. Technically, the actual the sore like, throat. Omicron stuff was like one day, and then yeah. the sore throat was sore like throat five was days. Five. Anyways, I did get sidetracked, so let me get back really quick and finish this up. So the worst part was the t- the most annoying part was the ten day quarantine. Yeah, because like by day six, I was like pretty much one hundred percent better. Like yeah. I was not one hundred percent, but I was better enough to do life. Yeah, and um, I got another test done at like the sixth day, and I was like, "Come on, test test negative," and she's like, "You're still positive," and I was like, "Oh." She's like, you got to do the 10-day thing. So if it was like Monday, you're going until Thursday. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. So then at this point, I just feel like I was going absolutely stir crazy, bro. Like stir crazy. I was just, I hated it. It didn't even feel like I, like it didn't even feel like life, dude. I just felt like I was in prison and it it was horrible. Yeah. And I think it's just literally because I, um, I didn't know how to spend my energy. Like I was trying as hard as I can to like mo- like make myself do stuff, but like I just kept feeling like faint and like tired. Right. So I kept sleeping as much as I can to keep getting better because every time I would take a nap, I'd wake up and I'd feel good. So I was like, my yeah. theory is sleep two times a day and then get a full night's sleep. Sleep two times a day, get a full night's sleep. So like I was getting a shit ton of sleep. Um, yeah, I don't know how I survived Omicron. Uh, you pretty much mil- just went. You military just, grade cocaine just, is how I did it. yeah. You just yeah. had one day, one rough day, and then five days of a sore throat. Yeah. It's so funny how it took you an about an hour and a half to to wrap that one up. Well, I'm gonna I, keep bringing that I gave up. You the, oh, I gave you the abridged you gave me the short. <laughs> yeah, the I can give you the unabridged version if we're if we have a spare seven hours. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> All right, so check this out. I didn't know that this was resolved. The Brian Laundry Gabby Petito. Uh, yeah, I don't I, know anything about this. I'm going to read this article. But you don't know anything about the whole case? And I don't know about the resolution. I didn't know that they found his body. Yeah, they found it in that park that's like okay, kind of close well, to uh, Okay, well, I'm going to figure this gun. one out. Brian Laundrie took responsibility for killing Gabby Petito in the notebook that was near, found near his remains more than a month after he went missing. Damn. Yeah. The notebook was found next to his body in the Carlton Reserve Swamp near his parents' home in Northport, uh, Florida, on October 20th? Damn, was that long ago? He died of a yeah. s- single gunshot wound to the head, and along with the notebook, officers also found a backpack and a revolver. It's not clear when he died. But see, he used the revolver, which will never jam, so that's good. Yeah, good job. He had he'd been on the run since September 13th after strangling Petito in, Wil- in Wyoming during their cross-country RV trip earlier this summer. His remains were found more than a month later after an extensive search of the swamp. In an announcement on Friday, the FBI said it was closing its investigation into Petito's death after concluding that laundry did admit to it. Hmm. The Bureau did not say what exactly he wrote in the notebook claiming responsibility for Petito's murder. I mean, we all knew it, though. 
Yeah. The FBI opened its investigation into Petito's disappearance after she was reported missing by her parents on September 12th. At the time, she and Laundrie had been on a cross-country trip. A massive manhunt ensued, and Petito's remains were found on September 19th at the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area in the Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming, near where she so, and Laundrie had last been seen together and three weeks after she had lost or last spoken to her parents. What were you going to say? Well, I'm just saying, like, in general, like... I mean, just, like, look at the picture. Like, how does it get to the point where you you abuse your significant other? Well, it says she died of blunt force injuries to the head and neck and manual strangulation, according to the coroner. She had been dead for three or four weeks before her body was discovered. Yeah, so my point is, like... She liked getting choked. I saw it. I mean, that's really all I I gather from that. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all do. But... I mean, like, honestly, like, what? how does it get to the point where, like, you're fighting with your significant other and then you literally just choke them out or do whatever and then you kill them and then you say to yourself, whoops, well, I guess there's no use me living anymore. I guess I got to put a bullet in my head. Yeah, like, There's I mean, so many jokes about how extreme that is, but it still clearly happens. That's just Yeah, it, it happens. Like, you, you go so off the rails that you you kill your significant other yeah, and then you kill yourself. I mean, it's it's like, I don't know. Like, I, his, let's see. His remains were found on October twentieth after water had receded from the search area and the park was reopened. Ah, yep. on that day, his parents, Chris and Roberta, Roberta, then informed law enforcement <laughs> that they intended to return on the park to search for him. Uh, to the park. Images from Fox News show the laundries at the reserve ahead of the search, as well as the notebook found by law enforcement. In a statement on Friday, the FBI said law enforcement officers were present when Mr. Laundry's parents located an item in the park later determined to belong to Mr. Laundry. Mm-hmm. Quote, upon further search of the area, investigators found human remains later confirmed to be Mr. Laundry, along with a backpack, notebook, and a revolver. A, revol- a review of the notebook revealed written statements by Mr. Laundry claiming responsibility for Miss Petito's death. By the way, yeah, a notebook, backpack, and revolver, I believe, is a great album from the 80s punk band No Effects. Really? I'm joking, but okay. I'm just saying, like, it sounds like a great punk band yeah. album name. Backpack, no- yeah, backpack, notebook, and revolver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quote, all logical investigative steps have been concluded in this case, said FBI Denver Division Special Agent in charge, Michael Snyder. Quote, the investigation did not identify any other individuals other than Brian Laundrie directly involved in the tragic death of Gabby Petito. The FBI's primary focus throughout the investigation was to bring justice to Gabby and her family. Dang, crazy, man. Yeah. So he just admits it, and he went off and killed himself. I wish they would stop playing that video, though. That video's sad. Yeah, you know what's you know what's really sad yeah. is is the fact that girls aren't taught and even guys aren't taught to like if you're if your boyfriend or girlfriend is freaking the fuck out emotionally and throwing a temper tantrum, yeah. You have you need to remove yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you're not going to calm that person down. Yeah, 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 yeah. When when does that ever work? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it really ever has. Has a, has a girl ever thrown a, like a huge temper tantrum on you? Can I tell you a story though? Please do. Like it's not. It's not me. Is it an hour I, and a half? Maybe if you're lucky. <laughs> I'll give you the extended version later. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so uh, when I first moved to California, um, when I was a baby, I'm kidding. When I first moved to California, yeah. I uh, I had my so friend, yes or no to the question first. What? Have you had a girl freak out on you like fucking blow fucking, her mind? Of course, dude. Okay. 
Yeah. Go happens ahead. Happens to everybody. If you haven't, you haven't lived. Anyways. So not my story, This is, or not my experience, but I did. I was there. Okay. So um, I first moved to California uh, when I was like right out of college, and my buddy moved out there with me, and he was like, hey, I know these I know these people. It's like this other couple from Ohio. Uh, they seem like really cool. We should like meet up with them and go for a hike or something like that. I was like, all right, sure. So it was me, my friend and his wife, and then these two people who are, you know, granola bar kind of people. Now, I love these people to death. Like they're very sweet people. They've become my good friends over the years and I've known them for a long time. But they, <laughs> I was like, these is, I was like, all right. It's like, these are going to be the people we're hanging out with. I was like, this is not the vibe I thought I would be doing in california but i guess this is you know they're like hipsters you know so it's like all right let's do this uh as i said turns out to be they're very cool they're very cool people very sweet like almost too sweet like you know in the movies like serial killer movies where you're like this person's being way too sweet to me it's like that vibe so um i was like all right uh you know so we went on a hike and we kind of hung out a little bit we found out they literally live like next to us yeah so that was kind of cool um so then like literally within like the first two weeks of knowing them, they're like, Hey, do you want to go on a camping trip with us? Uh, me, my friends, and then them. So it was going to be five of us. So I was like, sure. I don't camp ever, but right. let's do it. So we went to Leo Carrillo, uh, up in Malibu. And, uh, yeah, we like went up there. We set up camp. It was really, really cool. Hanging out again. I didn't know these other people very well, but you know, I had my buddy. So whatever. It's cool. We're hanging out. And then <laughs> my buddy goes, Oh shit, I just got a thing from the office because he was working for um uh Peter or not Peter. Who's the guy who did uh Pan's Labyrinth? Oh. Why am I Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro, yeah. So he worked for Guillermo del Toro's company at the time. He was like it was like the dream of a lifetime to work for them. So, anyways. So he got a call saying he needs to do something at the office and he's like, Oh shit guys, I'm so sorry. Like this is so fucked up, but I need to go. And they're like, and we're like, uh, Oh, okay, dude, no problem. Uh, he's like, tell you what, I'll, I'll be back tonight. I'll be back tonight. I promise. I just have to solve a problem. We're like, okay. So him and his wife left. So I was left with these two and I was like, okay. Like, you know, like you don't know these people very well. This is like, you're like the third wheel to them kind of. Right. So we hung out and I remember it was pleasant, but like, you know, we drank a lot Yeah. and they got, fucking trashed trashed bro they got sm- smashed so we it was like time to go to bed so like right. i basically just slept in my buddy's tent and they were sleeping in the tent next to me and like i just remember like going to sleep and i remember keep in mind the only real perception i have of them is that they were like these super sweet super sweet hippie like people yeah so i'm going to sleep and i'm like you know falling asleep and then all of a sudden i just hear <laughs> ah like screaming Jesus. and it was the guy i was like i woke up and i was like and then i just heard the girl go stop it you gotta stop it stop snap out of it and they yeah. just start yelling at each other and then they just all out start screaming at each other and i'm just sitting in the tent in my bag just like <gasps> damn <gasps> like what the fuck is going on here yeah. so anyways i was like well, I got to sleep with one eye open. This is fucked up. They're like going crazy on each other. What is happening here? And I'm in the middle of the woods. Like somebody might get murdered. I don't know these people. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> so I was like, fucking dude, why did you leave? Well, you left me with these people. I don't know these people. So anyways, so in the morning they come back and, um, you know, I basically was like, oh, you guys have a good night. And they're like, yeah, you did. You have a good night. You sleep well. And I was like, yeah, you guys all right? <laughs> 
they're like, yeah, we're great. Why would it be weird? Right. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so then I was like, why are you making it weird? Well, I mean, I, I heard you guys last night. Like, you guys sounded like you're like freaking out a little bit. And they're like, it's role play. And so they looked at each other like, oh, that's just our nightly thing. We do that sometimes. I was like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's not like we plan on it, but sometimes we just like kind of have freak outs and we have to snap each other out of it, you know? I was like, I was like, whoa, dude, what? So I still don't know, but there's a lot of mysteries around these people that my friend can verify. That's one of them. I'm like, I have no idea. So either one of them has nightmares, right? And is flailing or doing or something, something yeah. like that. And the other person was like trying to stop them, right? Yeah. Like, wake up, stop, stop. Well, you, wouldn't that they, person have been, say, been saying, wake up though? Could have. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know like, what I, mean? I don't I feel like, like that's maybe. covered. I feel like that those are the parents uh, at school. Like when, when you and I have p- kids one day or Together? I have a kid and then you have to take him to, to school for me. Appreciate it. Fair enough. Uh, Uncle Joe. And, uh, and we meet these parents and they're like, Hey, how are you? Yeah, that's what this I'm saying. Great. And then their kids like, like a demon. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's like that vibe. You're like, it was like that. Oh, there's way more going on here. Yeah. That's what I was saying. What are so, you guys doing this weekend? Oh, we're just hanging out. We're going to play some scramble. We're going to take him to the ballpark. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the vibe I was getting. And that's why it freaked me the fuck out. I was just like, yo, these Dang. are. There's something going on here. So, anyways, yeah, that shit is scary. So, I, look I don't at some know. of these headlines, man. Look at this one. Um, Ashley Roberts flaunts her toned abs in a gray crop top and matching leggings as she works up a sweat at the gym. That's an article, man. Somebody, somebody got paid to write that. Yeah, dude. And somebody got paid to make those abs happen. Some trainers getting some good paydays. Succession star Brian Cox backtracks after slamming Johnny Depp in his memoir. I really do not disrespect anybody involved in this profession. Huh. Well, yeah, it's it's easy to jump on Johnny Depp's back because of that whole instigation with his ex-wife, right? Like, yeah, dude, she is a she's crazy. She's an opportunist, of course she is. Like, like she is straight the up. The worst part is that Disney never really bothered to fire her over right. the ordeal. Yeah, that was the problem that a lot of people had, and I had a huge problem with that because I was like, "Yo, yeah, this well, is that's like, anti." Amber Heard then. is that her name? You're not. Yeah, you're not believing the woman. Am I wrong? Amber Heard. Amber Heard is that yeah. her name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not believing the woman. Every woman is right. So fucked up. I was like, well, that's you know, but it this situation was just a clusterfuck for sure. I could I could see that type of woman um pushing Johnny pushing whatever man she's with to do something physical. Because yeah, that's dude. what women do. I'm not saying every woman in a physical altercation with think, their significant other you No, know, and I think a lot of women doing this, but yeah. a lot of women will provoke a man with words. Dude, it happens. It happens. And it's like, you think, oh, well, that's a pussy then. Why'd he hit his wife? Well. <laughs> didn't Wasn't there a bit about this from somebody? I feel like there's got to be. There but was like, a women bit. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but like, it's just like, I can think of a few reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, all it is, it shows like the 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 lack of mental health that woman has. <laughs> yeah. This is you a know fucked I mean? up joke. But do you remember the, do you know the saying, equal rights, equal lefts? <laughs> Oh, no, I've never heard that. I like it, though. I don't I've know what that. it means. That's like the comment that always pops up on any kind of like fight video I see that has like some guy hitting a woman. Equal <laughs> right, equal like some altercation. I don't know. It's a weird subject because obviously it's, you know, men are clearly much stronger than women. So, no, you shouldn't hit a woman. But there's a lot of times where self-defense see, is I don't, self-defense. I don't agree. Yeah, yeah. if it's self-defense, it has to beat be. the shit out of that woman. But, you know. Beat 
the ever living shit out of a woman who's attacking you. Uh, yeah. If if she's still coming at you, you well, gotta stop funny. her. What's funny about it's it is self defense. Like, I, like what, dude? If a kid, what if a kid came at you? What would you do? I'll kick it. I mean, that kid. Dude, even if off. it wasn't deserving of it, I'd punt it just right across the table. Yeah. No kid's gonna get the upper hand on me. No, not even the lower hand. <laughs> not, nah, but for real though, you can't, you can't get your ass beat by a kid. If you could beat the dad, you could beat the kid. That's my point. Well, see, here's I don't the know, thing. man. I realize because I've seen a lot of videos of people having some spastic attack in a fast food restaurant where they just like push a kid or something like that because they're just annoyed. Oh, really? And then like the dad comes in and just decks the dude right in the face and knocks him out cold. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't have been looking at the kid. Look at the fucking dad. Like yeah. the dad looks like a beta male. Then yeah, kick the kid. Who gives a shit? Right. He's going to call the cops. Like you'll be out of there by that. You remember when, but, um, what's that uh, Atlanta rapper or a uh, comedian? Oh my gosh. One of the goats. There's a lot uh, from Atlanta. Pimpinani or uh You mean uh uh Cat Williams. Yeah, I was gonna say Cat Remember Williams. Remember when he I, got in that altercation with that kid? Oh my god, dude, that was got one of the out. worst moments of anybody's career. Like that's see, that's dude, that's it was somebody a middle schooler <laughs> of such status. But it, you like, know how hanging tall he is, out though. But I know, but status. Oh, like yeah, he was yeah. he's a fucking superstar, dude. But he felt he's one of the funniest so guys hard, in the yeah. black community. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, just, in all in all of comedy. But yeah, yeah. in the black community, you know him. He's a legend, dude. And he hangs out with these street kids, right? Yeah. That are just like at the park or some grassy area. And he's talking shit. I think he was like in the schoolyard. He's just talking shit and yeah. he's letting these kids because kids like that want to one up you. Of course. Because they don't have a male role model in, yeah, their, yeah. in their life. If you don't have a male role model in your life, you're always competing well, you with other guys yeah. to see where you stand on the pecking order. Yeah, you need validation for your, you know. Yeah. You, yeah. So when you're at that status, you can't hang out with these people. Yeah. And I don't know what if he was on drugs or, or what. Cat, but, well, Cat had a lot of problems. I, I don't know those specifics Well, anymore, we never really but, found out what he was doing there. No. But he was there, which is so dumb. Yeah. And so you see what really happens um, amongst men... Amongst boys and men, you know, when, uh, I guess, social norms aren't respected. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, everybody's an animal. Like, you know, if, if the walls were taken down, like, we'd just be fucking ripping each other to shreds. You know, there'd be no limits. But the thing is, that's funny, is in a micro level of this, um, I think size makes a big difference. I, I don't, I literally always have to keep looking back on that because here's the thing. For sure. If you're a shorter male full-grown adult there's a level of respect you don't get from kids <laughs> i'm telling you straight yeah up. yeah straight up yeah because speaking from experience we had a math teacher when i was in fourth grade who was about our height right and we didn't take that motherfucker seriously ever why <laughs> because he was our size he was like maybe a little bit taller like perfect example we found like we all worked out at the, at the school gym yeah and he was, we were there after school at basketball practice, and he was just shooting hoops. He right. was just shooting hoops. And we're like, oh, what's up, Mr. I forgot his Shafter, I think his name was. I don't fucking know. I think it was Shafter, Mr. Shafter. Right. And we're like, hey, what's up, Mr. Shafter? He's like, hey, what's up, boys? You guys want to play a little three on three or whatever? And we're like, yeah. And we were like, in our heads, we're like, well, should we like, should we like actually try? Because he's going to like, he's going to like, you know, he's going to run guard on us pretty hard. And he's going to slap that shit out of our hand. And because, you know, this is like court time. And uh, so I was like, in our heads, we were like, let's like really ball on this guy. So we ran that motherfucker down. <laughs> like we were like, 
We were catching every guard. We were double guarding. We were fucking slapping that shit out of his hand. Hmm. And he was getting mad, dude. We didn't fucking care. For some reason, we were just like, we're just going to like let this dude not get any shots. And we're going to, our fifth grade selves are going to beat our teacher in basketball. Yeah. So I'm just saying, we didn't have any respect for that motherfucker. We was just like, let's see him suffer. That's interesting. No idea why. Yeah. But at a micro level, like that wasn't us fighting and we were just playing basketball, but we didn't let up. And we felt his, we felt the pressure of him. He was laying pressure on us. Like he was getting our face, like, you know, running hard guards on us, hard guards, like just not letting us get away. And, you know, we had to like, he was like walking us down. Like we had to like pivot out to like pass. It was gnarly, dude. Yeah. It's it's a a fascinating thing. Like women don't do that to each other. No, they just talk shit. Yeah. Spread. But like, but like, like men. And the problem is like. Size is such a, a big factor when it comes to physical confrontations. Oh, dude, reach advantage at the very least. But yeah, for sure. But but also like you just if you're an adult, you can't get your you can't put yourself in those situations. No, with kids. no, no, you can't. You just can't do it. You don't play basketball with kids like that. Nope. You just don't do it because no. th- what happens to Cat Williams is going to happen to everybody. Yeah. Well, because kids, because really, if you watch that video back, like that kid's like getting closer towards him and stuff, and like yeah. talking shit, and cat's not even looking at him. And kids are fucking animals. Yeah. Okay. They're animals, yeah. and you see a lot of adults when you see these street fights, they act like animals. If the guy doesn't look at him, they attack. Like they're waiting for those eyes to to get off of them. Yeah. Like they're watching the eyes. It's so crazy how people and animals they watch eyes. You know eyes what I mean? Are the biggest thing, like, yeah. like when uh, I can't, I don't know what animal, maybe it's a bear or something like that. They say uh, looking into its eyes or something like that, or keep eye contact, don't break eye contact, and then walk away slowly or something right. like that. Because when you break that eye contact, I think that's I think it's how they they tell it gives you. you the like it gives them the idea. Yeah, they're like, oh, away. he's looking away. I can you know, I can attack him or something like that. I think that's my ex. You need to do that oh, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that if you run sense. into her at Whole Foods, you just gotta yeah back away and then just start throwing stuff like yeah. you know whatever cans of pepper and whatever you have around you yeah yeah no i wouldn't i wouldn't mind beating a woman's ass that'd be fun you know what i mean i got I beat mean, by like, a woman as i said yeah i know you've told me this so. yeah but like a if a woman comes at you oh it's easy you know what i mean well but that's the thing it's like it's, it's fun. it'd be so easy have you ever like okay but think about this what would make a woman come at you oh dude tons of stuff dude i've seen plenty of fight videos that's how so, cra- that's so how many. this was so crazy dude, there's so about much entitlement today in the world, bro that's what i'm talking about with women yeah that's what i'm saying there's so much entitlement. i think i think a lot of the uh paranoia about the patriarchy and how masculine uh, toxic masculinity has just infiltrated everything and yeah and not having good men in your life yeah yeah makes you want to physically attack men I mean, why yeah. would it not? Would it make you want to love men more? Well, I think it's, you know what I mean? it's both things. I think it's a little bit of that. And I also think it's just the matter of upbringing. I think a lot of women are just brought up either wrong and they just have a mouth on them and they just want to run it. And they've never been checked before. They've never been like smacked so hard or punched. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, I can't tell you how many videos I've seen of like women at ball games or yeah. sports games that have a guy that's drunk talking to some other guy and they start getting in a fight. And then the woman throws beer. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, why are you doing that? Now you're going to get me beat. When in reality, the other guy should hit her because that's like who right. did that to him. Yeah. But in reality, like, it doesn't yeah. matter. So, like, I, I've, told like Courtney, naked... I've told Courtney from like the start, like, I'm not. Don't get me involved. Like, in no, no, yeah. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. I'm not sure. This is not. I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. We used to back in high school because, you know, we used to call them the make it worse chicks. The make it worse chicks. Mm-hmm. That was like the that was the term. So basically, it's like if you had a chick that was like, you know 
really hot or like a freaking bed or whatever and then like you know you got into like something at a concert or a show or a sports game and she just made it worse yeah <laughs> you get to like you somebody bumps your shoulder you're like hey bro watch your back or watch your shoulder he's like oh yeah motherfucker you should watch your shoulder and then the bitch goes oh yeah well you're always been gay you dumb fuck and you're like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> and then you're like now you're in an all-out fight yeah but i feel like those those women the sad the sad thing is, is it looks so bad yeah when you're an adult woman dude have you seen and a woman you're putting yourself from a that? punch have you seen a woman collapse from a punch it's yeah. horrific yeah it, it looks is. like a balloon got popped yeah at it, a carnival it's it worse like, <laughs> it's worse when you see a woman collapse from a punch than you see a, a man collapse from a punch just because there's there's two things that are worse well, no, okay, not, not two things that are worse. Two I'm things just that saying are just it's bad. worse seeing a woman collapse than a man because you do really see the frailty of the woman. Like, you oh, yeah. see the frailty of a man, but, like, you also see his strength, too, and then you just see all frailty so when, the, when a woman gets beat, I agree with her you. ass so, beat in a street fight. So the reason why I was saying, too, is there's two things. There's either a man hitting a woman, which is, you know, if it's <laughs> deserved... So I that's guess, the worst, know. right? It's pretty bad. So when a, when a man hits a woman, has to hit... A, right hits a woman and she collapses right yeah. but the fact that a woman puts herself like a grown-ass woman is being so obnoxious and annoying yeah that she's put her in a situation herself in a situation where she knows a man like it's like what else is this man gonna do well shoot you probably isn't it but isn't it fascinating that like like women will put themselves in a situation to force a man to hit them yeah, that does happen. I, is it almost? It's almost like they they want him to hit him, or they don't actually think it's going to happen. The, yeah, it's both. Well, the also you know? here's the thing. I think it's also like um, a little bit of if you hit me, it's going to hurt, but I can also get a lot of money out of you for this. Right. It's very vindictive. It's vindictive and it's probably going to work. So you yeah. Know. So there's two things. Number one, what I was saying was there's there's men hitting a woman when you see that happen, it's horrific or whatever. Yeah. Because you see what we were just talking about. But then there's number two, there's women fighting women, which is a very mixed bag, because I can't tell you how many videos I've seen of really ratchet girls fighting, and right. you know what they do? Yeah, they grab each other's hair. You got it. So yeah. they do the hair thing. So the thing is they do the hair thing and they literally, it looks like some ritual dance. Like they start going in the circle, like with their head down, just kind of rabbing each other's hair. Yeah. And they do this. Huh. Oh, grab it. You're going to get yeah. a nice action camera move in there. Right, yeah, yeah. So they start doing the uppercut. Yeah. They start doing the uppercut. Yeah. It's, it's a really weird scrimmage, but they do the uppercut. And yeah, here's whoever grabs the hair first wins. Yeah, exactly. Well, to be fair though, like some of the women that are fighting are bigger like they're big like yeah, i've seen some, i've seen a stripper fight actually recently where actually downtown la where these two strippers are like fighting and their clothes are getting ripped off weird boner um yeah but they were fighting and one of them had platform shoes which is like take the shoes off dog right. so they had the platform shoes and she kept getting her ankle twisted because the shoe kept like folding or whatever oh, yeah. and then she just gets thrown like literally her hair just gets like she gets thrown into the wall because like she just got twisted and like she just got the up the other woman got the upper hand and just threw like the fucking hulk right crazy so there's so much that happens with a woman and woman fighting (laughs) it's the weirdest yeah yeah but like for i mean it's just it's just i don't know it's it is it's such a fascinating thing what a woman will do to get a man to hit her yeah you know what i mean yeah you know like you always get mad at men for hitting women and then you like and then there's cases, right? All right, let's say there's two reasons why a man would hit a woman, right? He wants to fuck that bitch up. 
Well, or, good reason. Right. And and she didn't do anything, right? Yeah, abuse. Or she's on him. She's like Pushing running, him. running yeah. her mouth, like saying all these horrible shit. Like, you know, you're just like your father. Like you know, All this all this shit they that's going to yeah, hurt yes. him the most because only she knows, right? Yeah, you and, let her in. Yeah, you yeah, let her into the You let her in. See, that's the worst. Know. That's the worst thing yeah. is you let her in and you tell her all your weaknesses, right? And you're like, oh, we're in a relationship. You're not going to use that against me. Right. And then you, she does. Well, that's why I'm so secretive to everybody I meet. Like, you have no <laughs> idea, dude. You have no idea who you're dealing with. Like, I'm a completely different person when I leave, bro. Like, I literally live a totally different life. Like, if you, if you, I believe it, man. If you've been to pavilions and you've been to the floral section, yeah, I'm one of those flowers, dude. <laughs> just a dainty flower. And it's crazy. It's just crazy. Like, men and women. It's yeah. just so fascinating. But, dude, if a bunch of women just like came at me, dude, fun times. Oh my God. That'd be incredible, dude. On the flip side, if a bunch of eighth graders came at me, oof, dude, I would fuck to- those, eight- dude, front kicks. Yeah, just, just nothing front, but spin. You get front a front kicks. kick. You get a front kick. Dude, I'd just be doing. I dude, might spin on you know, the last here's one. Here's the thing. You know, you know I'm getting pretty easy? cocky. I got seven of them right in the face. But here's the I thing. Might put a, a here's spin why in I want to start fighting short people. You know how easy the spinning heel kick is when you don't have to get to the height of oh, a six right, foot yeah, person. Oh right, yeah. When your flexibility is yeah, like you just sh- have to, shit. yeah, because yeah. my flexibility is fucked up. So dude, I just have to fight shorter people, dude. I just have to fight. I just spin kick everybody that's thirty feet tall. How tall is your boyfriend? Uh, five four. Cool. Well. Here's my number. Where Tell him I at? said he's a yeah. bitch, and I'll meet him outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find the guy with the gi on. <laughs> just come to him. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. No, <laughs> you're so, just sit, you're standing out there like, just like waiting like a fucking fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> right. You got the gi on. Yeah. That's so good. Dude. That's my Saturday night, bro. Beating, Make him way around. Beating Make kids him way around town. Doing speed. So I tell you one kids. thing, man. What? It 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 is. It does feel good to beat a kid's ass. Of course it does. Like I I mean I don't punch kids but like when i was a wrestling oh coach, my god when i was a wrestling coach and they were talking shit and they yeah, weren't put them on the weren't, ground yeah i got to wrestle them and so yeah. i just held i would hold them down i'd be like all right you got to get up <laughs> okay and i'm like well try harder like you know i wasn't mean to them but it's just like but you didn't give them the easy route yeah but like in other situations like you can't you can't beat kids yeah you like can. if you're a teacher yeah, yeah you can if you're Society a teacher doesn't want you to know if you're you a can teacher do anything you want right if you're a teacher and a kid's giving you lip all the time, you can't talk back. Like, you can't tell the kid what you want to say. Oh, yeah. Because you'll get fired. But the kid can say whatever they want. Yeah. To a certain extent. Well, he can get fired, too, you know, from being a student. He could be expelled. Right. But it takes a lot, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been in that situation. Yeah, it sucks. My brother's been there. Right. Dude, shit. They can say almost anything. It's okay, crazy. so... If you can bring up a YouTube video really quick that's relating to Everything's this. short of like a, a threat to your life. Oh, like a threat well, yeah, to your if life. Th- if he threats to bring in a gun or something like that, then he can they might up take smack it ser- the They shit. might take it serious. They may, yeah. Well, you can bring the FBI in certain things. Um, so if you go to YouTube. I'm just talking from like first like anecdotal, you know. Right. Situations. All right, let's see what else is going on. Here, go to, this go cop- to, let me show you a video really quick. Go well, to YouTube. P- Florida cop who grabbed female officer by the throat when she tried to pull him off a suspect is now the subject of a criminal investigation. Dude. Wow. So he, she oh, was, yeah, so here's what happened. So she was trying to, to pull him off. Wow. Yeah, so the guy was like, 
I forgot. It's like the guy. I, I didn't see much of this, but I guess the guy like. Let's watch this. The guy was like being like oh, right. super. Uh, being super aggressive. Yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah. dude! That guy's on so much test. Oh yeah, for Do sure. You see how red his head is? Oh yeah, dude. He's like she's pulling him off, and he grabs her by the neck. Oh my god. Yeah, so dude, apparently the guy dude, was like, you know, you know for a fact that he does this all the time to his wife. Oh, absolutely, dude. You know for a fact. Dude, he went so quick to grab her neck. All she was doing was pulling on his belt. That's it. Yeah. And then she even like put her hand on his back to like, hey, we're good. You know, like. Yeah. Like right, right. Hold yeah, on. you could see that. Yeah. Pulls him back and right hand. Watch her right hand. He's like, okay, okay. <laughs> it's almost like comedy like it's almost like it almost like looks like a video game like the uh, NPC didn't know what to do so it just went to the choking animation yeah like basically what happened was the guy pulled a gun on the suspect in police custody I, I think that's what it was the cop did is that yeah. a gun in his hand yeah that's a gun in his hand I think like I, for, I forgot maybe I'm wrong but I remember it was like oh it was pepper spray so okay. he was like in the approach the detained suspect with pepper spray his su- supervisor police chief Anthony Rosa said that police that's his last name police police <laughs> police, police. police officer unnecessarily know. escalated the situation the so other officer off, approaches yeah. police from behind and pulled him by the back of his duty belt in line with the department's policies according to Rosa so that's actually part of the policy you pull him by the duty belt Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's well, interesting. they have to police each other, you know? Right, but I didn't know that that was like a, a policy. I didn't either, I guess. I, maybe, but, I'm, maybe I'm looking too into Well, I'm too, sure they have training in some way of what you to do pull if the duty officer I mean, is doing something that you shouldn't. It's interesting, but it but it seems like it's that specific. Pulled him by the back of his duty belt in line with the department's policies. Like I said, it's a policy, huh? Right, interesting. But here's my question. Who the fuck would marry this douchebag? Look at this guy. Who would marry you, dude? He kind of looks like me, man. What the fuck? Well, my question still <laughs> stands hell, intact. Dude? Who the fuck would marry you, bro? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Courtney. Ah, oh, shit. She heard that. Um, well, my okay. Look, my question I is, mean, is like, I guess this goes into a further thing. But yeah. By the way, you never let me bring up the YouTube video referring to our other thing. But I'll bring. I got. It up I got one thing to say about this photo. Go for it. You know how you see photos of people after you've seen them do something crazy, and then you and see you're them like, yeah, 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 I yeah, know yeah. they do or do. I want to see like a, a collection of pictures of like profile picture or whatever and be like, all right, which one was the mass murderer? Oh, yeah. You well, know, I want to see know. if I could find. Yeah. You'll never know. You you won't. Isn't it interesting that like they all like everybody looks kind of the same? Yeah. Well, that's in a way like in a, in part a picture. about life. Yeah. You know, and that's you why just nothing never shocks me anymore, I guess. Yeah. Because I'm just used to this. But yeah, you like you would see him and think, oh, he might be officer friendly. But then all I get is the image of him being all red, choking the other officer. Right. <laughs> what an embarrassing moment for a police department. Super that sucks, embarrassing. Dude. That just sucks. It makes you look like so un- out of control. Like it just makes you look like you have no shit together. Like Dang. it's just out of control. Yeah, it really looks bad. Well, and the funniest thing is, is like, you know, I don't have uh, any like close friends that are, you know, police force or uh, law enforcement or whatever. So I'm not speaking from experience, but I, I have always wondered, I'm like, look, if one of you guys is doing something really obviously bad, like, do you ever have a talk with them? Like, yo, bro, you got to chill that shit out, dude. You're fucking it up for all of us. Or do you just like let them do it and like kind of like just help cover it up a little bit? Because like a police officer. Yeah. Because like, you know, you got your homies back. I get it. Like, I understand like the both sides of it. You well, know, here's like, the thing, man. 
here's the thing: you, you, if you don't keep the secret, yeah, then they won't they won't support you if you get in a situation. I know that's my point. You're so fucked. my so my point is is that like it's kind of like retail work. Like when you when you like know somebody's smoking weed in the back room, and you're like, I don't really want them to smoke weed. I'm gonna get in trouble for that too. Maybe I should tell the manager. And then yeah. you do, and then they don't cover your shifts in a week. But yeah, know. yeah, quite similar. You know, also when the black guy except nobody's and you, dying and you shoot them, <laughs> right? Nobody's dying here. Well, but that's the, that's the um, problem, man. Like if you freaking if you if you don't like, I had a uh, a New York cop as my high school criminal justice teacher. You took criminal justice? Yeah. So it was a college credit course, and uh, it was a college credited course. But I took it as a senior, mm. and our teacher at the high school, I think he taught in, uh, history. I think he might have been a history teacher, but he also for I think maybe fifteen years mm-hmm. or maybe twenty years he was he was a cop in New York. Wow! And then he came down here. I think the last. So he was part of Giuliani's like stop and frisk policy. Then I can't I can't remember, man. But like he either retired down here or. Or he retired up there, but then came out of retirement and, huh. and did some police work down here. Anyways. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. So, he taught the class, and he was like, yeah, dude. Like, you know, you protect whatever happens. It's like that's between you and the cops. Yeah. Because it, it does. it's like you're in that situation where they're, even though what they did was wrong. Yeah. They're, gonna, they're not going to support you. Yeah. And, and everything that you guys do, your life's on the line. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, maybe maybe you can you can talk to them and like, hey, look, dude, you can't fucking do this again, or you know, do something. But like, it's a it's a really tough situation to be in. Yeah, it's tough. But I also like people think it's people just, act um, like it's very simple. Well, but it's like it's your life. Yeah, it is your life. But here's what's interesting: like, there's certain things where I'm like, all right, some of that. As I said, I get that. I get the like idea of it. You have to have like your other officers back because you're relying on them to save your life. Like it's totally different than like having Jeff cover your shift next week. You know, right. I get that. But there's also like moments where I'm like, all right, but this is when it doesn't make sense. So I saw a video of an officer that was pulling over, um, a Dodge Hellcat, a challenger Hellcat on an Arizona freeway that was going 150, 145 miles an hour, 150 miles an hour, just just flying. Right. Cop follows him. Guy pulls over immediately, and uh, you know he gets out. He's like, he's like, what are you doing, man? He's like, he's like, I know this is a Hellcat. What are you doing? He's like, I'm so sorry, officer. Look, I'm I'm law enforcement from uh, California. I'm sorry, like highway patrol from California. I'm sorry, like I just I'm trying to make it over here. I just have this car. Blah blah. I'm I'm just sorry. He's like, well, dude, I got to write you for this, man. I can't, I can't pass you on this. Like, I got to write on this. He's like, oh, man, you're not going to help another officer? Like, just blatantly said it on the dash cam. And the guy was like, he's like, I mean, if it wasn't on camera, bro, maybe. And he walks back to his car, comes back, and he's just like, look, man, I'm just going to let it slide because I want you to know that we do help other law enforcement. We do got you guys' back. Like, we we, we want to support you guys. We want to make sure you know that we're we're here for you. But, I mean, come on, man. Like, just slow it down a little bit. So here's my problem with that. My problem with that is the guy wasn't on duty. He wasn't doing anything life-threatening aside from almost killing him and his family in the car. 
going yeah. 150 on the fucking freeway, bro. You shouldn't have gotten away with that. Like that. He didn't even know the fucking guy. He's in California. He's in Arizona. It's like, why the fuck did he let him go? That's crazy. Well, I mean, there's a brotherhood of of police officers. Yeah. That's but like he could have easily kind of like someone said, in the military. Like even if you're in the Air Force and you're in the Navy, like if you guys, yeah. like, if something's violated, you're like, oh, okay, we have this shared. Yeah, but it's not history. your job to enforce rules, though, as a as a Marine. You know, your your job no, is like different. That's, I know, but that's like, my point. Like, but like, I'm if you like were in a, a little... situation where you know that would happen, like if you got another job and you're like, you know, yeah, yeah, that that camaraderie that comes that. from uh, putting your life on the line, yeah, is something that like goes as deep as blood sometimes. No, I I get that. Like, yeah. if I were in situations with people who I wrestled with, yeah, like I would be more willing to help them, even if they're in like really bad situations, because we bled together. Right. Yeah. Until you bleed together, you or until your you put yourself, until you get, yeah, yeah. You mix those bodily fluids and, and things change. But Changes like if colors. you, like if you've yeah. ever been into like you busted down or raided a house, right? Right. With other officers, where guys are shooting back at you, and then you survive that. Like there's there's a a bond there that yeah. you know is created and that but, translates to other units of the police. Yeah, but in, but my I'm, point I'm is, not saying what he did was the best thing. No, I'm just saying that's how. That like yeah, I mean I get all that's that. That's how like, he would do it. No, and I mean I get that thought process from there because again I I I have seen that firsthand from other respects and I get that. But I guess my point is that like you know even though you've you've gone through situations where it's life-threatening and you are, you know, in a situation where somebody saves your life or gets your back and you always have that thing where you're talking about where it's like goes to basically like a level of like, you know, blood brotherhood kind of. But my point is though, like when Officer Larry has an addiction to child prostitutes, instead of covering it up, maybe you should just get him help. You know what I mean? Right. So that's a different situation. I just think like... So if we just stick with the situation that you were talking about... (laughs) The problem is the officer in the Hellcat with his family. He had, he had a kid and a wife in the car. Right. Yeah. Who is driving like that and thinking that he's above the law because he's, he's an officer. And that yeah, this, but, is the, this is the, uh, what is, this is the pressure that he, that he would put on another officer. Be like, hey, bro, I, yeah, thought, dip, I right? thought we're brothers here. Yeah, what an asshole. Yeah, that, right? that's the asshole. Yeah. The, the other officer's like, man, like... I mean, You're kind of making me do this for you, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a way, I mean, obviously nobody makes you do anything, but you know when. Well, yeah, what a fucking dick. He, because and also, just think about when the, you've got family members. I know you don't have any siblings, but I like don't have family. When your when when your siblings do stuff, it's like, dang, dude. But like, you're my brother, or you're my sister. It's yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The bond is more important than it's the crime. Yeah. But to be fair, though, and at the end of the day, cops use discretion. So they don't have to give anybody a ticket if they don't want to. Oh yeah, I know for sure they don't. I know. Liter- literally, they have a quota, but you, I get you, it. You yeah. you you can you can speed, and they can be like, just gonna give you a warning. Yep. That and, and yep. that's up to them. That's their own. That's their discretion, and they don't have to give you a ticket. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of you know maybe it's it's good to be friends with them, <laughs> you know, and it's also Especially probably good to hobby, be a cop. Yeah. yeah, one of my hobbies is definitely that. So, uh, funny quick story about a cop. Yeah. Uh, so. I've never been. I've been pulled over once in my life, and that was a warning. Once oh, in my wow. life, my entire life of having sports Jeez. cars and fast cars. And Almost everything. after we went through that uh, check, that, that was Charlie, dude. Yeah, that was crazy. So dude, that was insane. The story between that in uh, that because I have video also for that, which is funny. Yeah, but uh, I got a Tesla Model S Plaid 
for the day testing it for a show I'm on. And uh, anytime I get a crazy car, I just I go and show it to you. Yeah. So uh, I showed you the Hellcat, which was like, this is fun, but there's just no traction. So that's cool. But yeah, we were pretty much drag, drag racing in the back. In the Dude, back alley with my yeah, mom. Exactly. We dragged <laughs> race with her mom because she was in town. That was and she was like, I can't Yay, believe she do it like, again. <laughs> I couldn't believe she was cool with it because I was like, Dude, this is terrifying. She was so chill. I like was, I was sitting in the back, like, oh my god, like the back wheels. Yeah, the whole were, thing like, was swirling. just losing track. Like, and then my dude, mom's like, "Yay!" Like from my perspective, because I've told you this, but like dead serious, my perspective on that car is this: um, good luck, because <laughs> right. like yeah. you're not getting traction in that car. There's just too much power. Yeah. Like you touch the throttle, you touch it, and the back goes out. Yeah. So I there's a thing called launch control, which means that it's basically a a thing that uh, controls the car to give you a really powerful launch off the line so the hellcat is a drag racing car technically so i was like in my head i was like oh shit launch control we need to do that right right so we went to that back alley and i was like launch control cool so basically it gives you instructions like it, it tells you to like uh take the traction off which is the dumbest thing i've ever done take traction off put it in sport mode mash the ga- uh, mash the brake so you're holding the brake as hard as you can and then while you're doing that you hold the gas all the way to the floor right and then basically when you see the rev counter hold at like 3,000 RPM, it just goes, bah, like it holds it. You basically, you just take your foot, um, you, you're holding both pedals. And then as soon as you let go of the brake, it'll just launch you forward. That's the theory. Right. What ended up happening was... I was we like just, in the yeah, back seat. We literally just spun the tires. And as soon as we like got maybe 10 feet forward we just like hooked it hard left <laughs> like yeah. it just went huh, huh. and i immediately just let off the gas yeah you did. Like, there's no way dude like Good this thinking. is a, basically a speedboat just like going but i'm, I'm telling you if you would have hit the wall my mom would still have been happy i know i have that's no how, idea cra- how i didn't know my mom was that does. crazy she's insane dude she's crazy but she is love her um so, so anyways, anyways the tesla so the tesla almost ran over so, eight cops Okay, so the Tesla was crazy because I was like, "Oh, would we get like a reward in LA for that?" Hitting a cop? <laughs> I mean, the way things are right now. Oh, with the you hate mean like, of cops. Well, Antifa will send you a badge. Yeah, they'll right, send okay. you a merit badge. Cool. Anyways, <laughs> like a Boy Scout badge <laughs> and a shirt. Uh, anyways, welcome to the club, brother uh, or sister <laughs> or whatever <laughs> or queer or fucking whatever you call yourself there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, so I got the title Tesla Model S Plaid, which is, you know, technically the fastest production car ever made. Zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds, which is painful. So I went over to your place. Really was. I picked you up, and I immediately was like, I just got to floor it from the red light because that shit, because it's all-wheel drive, and it just it digs into the ground, and it just it launches out like a fucking wild cat. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we did it, you felt pain, I felt pain. Oh, it was like a roller coaster. It was like I was, I had, it's like we had dropped off the roller coaster and just kept dropping. Unbelievable sensation for sure. Like that one, that one was, I tested a lot of really fast cars, a lot of supercars, a lot of exotics. Still got that video. I need to put that on YouTube. It's so funny, dude. Um, That one's the first one I actually could not, well, I don't give a shit. That was the first car I really could not believe how fast it was. Like my brain hurt after driving it. It's just dead silent, yeah. So, anyways. That's absolutely why we didn't get a ticket. I guarantee you it was that and also the fact that the cop probably was like, oh, it's just some nerd driving a Tesla. Anyway, so let me get to that. Yeah. So, we were going around the block testing this out and he was filming it the whole time. So, there is evidence of this. And, of course, every light that I came to and went to a stop, every time I turned green, I would just mash the gas and like, you know, 
having fun. So I turned right on to, I think it was Van Nuys and I got in the right lane and I realized at the, after this light that we're sitting at the, the lines merged because there's construction. It looked like construction. It looked like construction. So yeah. in my head, I'm like, I'm in the fastest car in the world. And there's like a Toyota fucking Tacoma next to me. Like right. uh, at, when the light turns green, I'm just going to speed up really quick and get around him. The thing I didn't realize is it's like having a fucking ray gun. You pull the trigger once, that thing goes off way too much for what you need it for. Yeah. So as soon as the light turned green, I hit the gas. And as soon as I hit the gas, I looked over my shoulder to make sure that I was going to get in front of the guy. And by the time I turned around, quickly realized, oh, this is a DUI checkpoint. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Dude. What could have gone worse? So, of course, as soon as I see this and I see a cop with a little flashlight who's like telling like drivers to pull in or whatever was like waving at me like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, (laughs) literally he was saying, whoa. I slammed on my brake as hard as I could. And I was like, well, that's it for me. There goes my license. And the cop just kind of like shrugged at me. And then I heard in the background him go, slow down. Yeah, (laughs) it was hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> and nothing started, happened. And we I just drove, crept on to the next in. light, and we sat there at the red light. Dude, and we're I like, was so, Are we gonna... like the video will show it. I was just like, "What just happened?" Yeah. Like I was like, "Did that just really happen?" And then we just drove off. And then that was it. And then but we I'm kept t- looking in the rearview mirror, like, yeah. "Is there anybody following us?" Well, the crazy thing, it had to have been how quiet the Tesla is, because I mean, dude, you were going at least seventy. 60. Yeah. All right, so seventy. It's zero and to this, sixty in dude, two seconds, and dude. that was that wasn't even that was like a. 50 yard like distance between the light and then it was so short yeah like at maybe at max 50 yards it was was not it was not long you got to at least 60 you said 70 yeah in 50 yards and then all of a sudden the brakes just yeah and dude you came to a like a really good stop with it off yeah yeah without like the 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 tires it didn't yeah it didn't lock up it didn't skid off that was what was in i didn't hear any noise yeah like from the engine, obviously, and from the brakes too. The well, tires. it's like to Tesla's credit because I'm not a big fan of Tesla, but to Tesla's credit, they do put the good gear on the car to make it do what it needs to do. Like they put really big brakes on it, like huge brakes. I and mean, you got to if you go that fast. You have to. They should put carbon carbon ceramics on it, which are like a much more stable, more rugged brake system. Um, it just is so much more reliable for high performance, but whatever i don't care they have steel brakes on it so that's fine yeah uh anyways but yeah no came to a stop oh my god dude that was such a scary moment for us though i'm glad those cops were like not gonna pull us over so good and they used discretion on our ass so good dude i was so happy yeah i mean they were probably like man i mean i guess that is probably part of it they were like yeah man i bet they're just having fun dude at least they stopped (laughs) i feel like cops out here are way more lenient they are. Dude, dude my, I don't know how it was in St. Louis, but like not great. in small towns, dude, you, you, need can't to know do, them. you can't do 36 and a 35. You need to know them personally. It's ridiculous, man. Over, yeah. It's so silly. Dude, the cops I, in Santa Monica are phenomenal. Like LA is not, not good. I don't like LA. But Santa Monica, cops are actually really cool. And they, they know my car. Yeah. They know my car because I'm like the only orange lotus that lives there. So uh, I was in a, I think I told you the story, but I, I was in the Starbucks drive through one morning and I don't know why I was there because I was in the lotus and that doesn't even have a fucking cup holder. So I don't know what I was, and it's a manual. So I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Right. So I was sitting there and it was like seven in the morning and there was a police officer cruiser right in front of me and we're inching forward, inching forward. And um, this was like near the time when I bought it. 
And as soon as I got to like near the front of the line, you know, I just see the door open and this cop kind of like starts to walk up to me and I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. Yeah. Like, is he just going to question me? Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. So I rolled down my window. I was like, morning officer. He's like, Hey, good morning. Is this the, uh, Avora GT? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, it's great, man. I have two Lotuses myself. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah. I've always been driving these. Yeah. I have an Elise and a lawn. And I was like, whoa, dude. And so we were talking for a while and he's like, he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I just love these cars. They're better than Porsches. It's just the canyons. It's so much fun. Like they're so raw, blah, blah. And I'm dude. like, in my head, I was like, what the fuck is this? Did you what get his number or like to go over a canyon so here, run? So here's what happened. So as soon as uh, we were like wrapping this up, I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I don't have a card on me to give you my contact information or anything. And he just goes, don't worry, son. I'll be seeing you. And he gets back in the car. So then I was like, what the fuck does that? Does that mean like he'll let me do shit or like let me go if he sees me doing my thing or whatever? Wow. So then I was, was at this a an Asian guy. It is, dude. How did dude. you know that? Do you know him? No, but for some reason, there's a lot of Asian cops in Santa Monica. Or maybe I just oh, keep seeing him. The same everywhere. guy. He's cool. If it is the same guy, he's cool as shit, dude. That guy's awesome. That's good. He's like our age. But anyways, yeah. so funny story. There's two more instances that are shorter, but funny also. I was at a stoplight and uh, also in Santa Monica, like Pico and something, and uh, a cop pulls up on the opposite side of the light like if this is like the three uh, four-way intersection like this is going that way or whatever i saw him right here and i'm generally trying to be pretty low-key even though i have an orange fucking car generally i don't try to blast music i don't try to like do whatever um so i'm trying to like be kind of low-key so i'm sitting at the light and i look over and just see the cop and both cops are looking right at me and my light's literally gonna turn green soon and i'm just like just do this smooth just be yeah. normal just be cool they're like they're gonna just watch me do something stupid and they're gonna pull me over yeah so then right before i go i hear hey i look over and they're like floor it i was like wow. they're like go for it buddy <laughs> <laughs> i was like no i'm all right <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> so good. no i'm all right because i'm like no not falling for that one dude no way that's but funny. they wanted me to floor it and it's like the second time that happened. Wow. Because I had a cop give me a thumbs up for for revving an engine on accident. I didn't know he was there. I revved an engine when I was in a Jaguar. And I was like, oh, I saw a cop. And That's just against went, the law too, right? Yeah. To rev your engine obnoxiously? Yeah. It's disturbing the peace. So yeah. You should not do why, that. Why don't we just shoot motorcyclists? No. Well, I'd Dude, be happy I, to I do was that. Sit, I was sitting at a red light today <laughs> and a motorcyclist just came up to me up to the side and just kind of got in front of everybody, oh, like in the, in the crosswalk. I hate that. And then just went, and I'm like, it's the worst. What is that? Is that like the ultimate like, oh, rush of testosterone or something like that? South Park episode. They literally make fun of this exact action for a whole episode. Oh my God. You have to just watch the, I got to get back on South Park. Yeah. Well, not even back on South Park. Just watch that episode, dude. That's all you need to do. Like, okay. I promise you that one is so up your alley for humor. Really? Bro, I'm telling you, that one you're going to call me later and be like, dude, well, what would it be shit. called? Motorcycle? I can't remember what it's called, but just look up South Park Motorcycle episode and it'll come up. Yeah. I promise you that. Uh, okay. All yeah, right, dude. No. Anyways. Well, well let's call it, man. That was fun. Yeah, that was we fun. Finally got to the bottom of Omicron. Yeah, My no, God. That, that was part one. I'm a t- <laughs> the, the part two was actually, eight. part one and two were actually part one of a seven. Of a longer <laughs> seven series, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Sweet. I think that's the... Well, thank you.
No. The fucking Cubs? Dude, hell no. Like getting paid not a lot of money, dude, for fucking what?